This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And by the way, you know, when you're, when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome, friends, to season three of the Brenton on Tour podcast. What? Season three. Well, I mean, up to this point, I've been doing modules, right? It's been like coffee, music, travel, life, trying to cover all of those things off as best I can on this journey of mine that I'm on. Uh, I've just got back off a tour, as you all know, through America, Canada, canceled. We'll get into that. I teased it online that this was called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We just got done with Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. Yes, to you American friends. Thanksgiving in October. It's weird, right? Well, for us, we got the separation. Ours is in October. Then our Christmas in December, like everybody else, you know, we aren't that weird up here in Canada. But uh, I like the separation. But one of my favorite movies of all time, of course, is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is the ultimate Thanksgiving movie. Because it's got Neil Page and Del Griffith trying to get across America and get Neil back Home in time for Thanksgiving. Amazingly, my journey was very, very similar to that. Because my tour wrapped up a little bit early in Minneapolis. But I had to rush to Toronto for a death in the family. So it was kind of a weird one. Uh, I anticipated coming home, but I actually ended up uh, in Ontario for a bit. And had family and stuff to see. And, and uh, tragically, my my uncle had passed away. He had a good run. 87 years. But... Uh, Yeah, kind of a bit of a shock to the family. So I found myself into this situation where I was like, okay, I got to go to Ontario. I got to go home. Uh, Ontario was originally home for me, obviously. I live in Vancouver now, but getting back there and seeing family and and, uh, just kind of getting out to that, uh, the other side of Ontario, I found myself in this funny spot of, isn't this funny? Uh, It's... Life imitating art, planes, trains, and automobiles. I had to take a plane. I was about to take a train. I rented a car and had to do all that in America as well and uh, get home in time for Thanksgiving, which is funny because I made it just in time to have chicken fingers and fries. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, You know, there was turkey in the end, but uh, yeah. It was a a funny kind of journey. So I titled this one Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because I get asked a lot about traveling out there. Obviously, I'm on a tour bus most of the time, but there are times when you have to fly. You know, the tour is just, there's too much gap in between dates. There's too much, you know, break in between cities and you got to fly. And so I found myself in this kind of situation on this last run that I did because the tour was taking a break to go and do a couple of shows that weren't part of the Live Nation group. They were doing private shows at uh, Not Fest in Iowa and at uh, a casino in Michigan and all my favorite places. 
And so I was like, you know, I got to try to get out of here. And it's funny, I, I was going to jump on a plane and fly from Rogers, Arkansas to St. Louis, and I couldn't find a plane that wasn't routing through Chicago or New York or Florida, which I found weird, Colorado even. So then I'm like, I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to drive the three hours. And it turns out the rental car business is such craziness right now. There's no new cars. There's no inventory. I'm like, holy, I'm going to actually like get stuck in Rogers, Arkansas, or I'm going to have to uh, go with the tour. And it was weird because I couldn't understand why I wasn't able to rent a car and go, you know, just drive, do that three hour drive. And, and it turns out, you know, without getting too nerdy, but because of what's going on in the world right now, microchips for brand new cars aren't being manufactured, which means new cars aren't being made available, which means rental companies can't get them, which means they don't want you driving your car one way, at least not through the Midwest. So yeah, it could have been like a $1,500 three hour drive. Wasn't about to do that. So the plane was done. The automobile option was done. Train? Is there a train option? Here I keep seeing about Amtrak and how amazing it is in America on trains. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Not an option. What I have to do? Go hang out in a field of 30,000 people watching uh, Slipknot <laughs> play with the tour I was on, which was Megadeth and Lamb of God. Not a bad way to spend a day, I guess, but 30,000 people in a field right now it was very interesting to be a part of, to say the least. Then off to Michigan, uh, which I'm pretty sure all the militia had shown up to this show and uh, got up in our shit about um, band members masking up and all of us kind of doing that. It was really, really interesting to me. So I just found it funny. I'm, I'm in Ontario um, hanging out. And again, I was going to take a train to Ottawa from Toronto Super, super expensive. So it was one of those things where that's not an option. You know, flying uh, is a big pain in the ass at the airports right now for the most part. They're just, they're just so busy. And so automobiles it was. And I, I probably put a 1,000 kilometers on just doing that Ottawa run <laughs> to get out there. So we get, we get uh, I get a lot of questions about travel, about on tour and being on tour and what it's like. And are we stuck in a tour bus? It's funny because my niece is out right now touring for her first time really she's traveled mostly through planes she's done festivals in europe but she's on her first tour bus and i remember being in a band and we couldn't wait to get to a tour bus and then you get that tour bus and then you you know and then you can't wait to get off it and that's kind of where it was for me i i you know i you get to lie down and you get 12 hour drives and everything's cool and you know you feel great and you know you got an, an opportunity to uh, not be in a van and trailer and do the whole thing but you're still kind of in this cooped up uh, submarine I believe Bon Jovi referred to it as a steel horse in case you guys didn't know what that was he was referencing about it was a steel horse uh, in Wanted Dead or Alive which is a, a tour bus uh, not quite as glamorous as one may think sure there's lots of stories in the 90s and 80s and 70s even about what was happening on those tour buses. But now, it's pretty light. You get on there, everyone has a beer or two, goes to bed. At least on the tours that I've been on lately, it's pretty chilled on there. So, yeah, we get around on tour buses a lot. I, I feel excited for my niece to be out there doing it. She's on her first tour bus. It's super exciting. But those close in after 
five tours in a row and you just want to get on a plane or get to the next town as fast as you can get to so you can relax and um time time is everything right isn't time everything for us because they don't make more of it and we just keep you know every day you lose a day right so you got to maximize your time how are you maximizing your time just in life let alone what you're doing for a job so I try to do the best of both worlds when I'm out there. I try to maximize my time when I'm out there. I want to do the best job that I can, but I also need to make sure that I can get as much time to myself as possible, especially being sober out here, touring. Um, I've touched on it before, but I haven't had a drink. I'm coming up on three years now. Just a choice that I made personally to try touring without drinking and adding that world. Um, and, you know, without it, it's had its struggles, but... You know, I'm out there now, you know, I'm on tour for the most part six to eight months a year away from home. And, you know, you got to find ways to maximize your time. And so I love traveling. A lot of people ask me, how can you live out of a suitcase? How can you be, you know, couch to couch or blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm pretty lucky that way that um, that uh, the company I work for takes care of us and makes sure that we're comfortable and all the rest of it. So, you know, there's nothing more exciting than doing the job that you love and seeing, you know, the world while you're doing it. Um, sure, you're suitcase to suitcase and you're, you know, laundry every four days or five days or whatever you can get in. And it's a little bit inconvenient. But for the most part, you know, what I do is a great way to spend time. And time is everything to me. Time is, when you waste time, I, I actually get upset when I waste time you got days in there that you're gonna that you need to um recharge and you're just gonna lose a day completely of just hanging out but you know for the most part i try to maximize my time out there and that's why the planes trains and automobiles is such a perfectly titled movie because of the anarchy that goes along with generally all of those things cars being the simplest Trains are good, but they have their restrictions as far as you got to stop everywhere. You're not in control of where you're going for the most part. Uh, you're not in control of who's sitting beside you for the most part. Cars are the way to go. If you love driving like I do, I mean, I'd rent a car and, and try to just tour this fine continent of ours uh, and see as much of it as I can by driving. I think it's great. In Europe, um, you know, there's short flights, like one hour flights, but then you're in and out of airports all the time. There's a lot, I don't know about you guys, but going through security, in and out, it's a real, you know, I don't complain about travel by any means, but it's certainly if you've got to do, if you're on a tour that doesn't have tour buses and you're flying everywhere, you do a show, you wake up 6 a.m., you're hitting the airport and security and tours have you there, but two or three hours early. So it, you know, it can wear on you. And um, it's so important to to um, maximize your travel uh, to the full extent. And I recommend it to anybody that's traveling uh, watch that movie up in the air and watch the way George Clooney does it. It's great. Um, as he kind of maneuvers through that. Um, I, uh, you know, back to plane trains and automobiles, the movie, I mean, it's just, it's the ultimate, ultimate, um, Thanksgiving movie. It's all about, you know, the, the things that happen when you're traveling and getting, getting through, uh, the madness of a, a broken down car or a broken down train, or you get stuck beside some jabbermouth on the, on the plane and they won't shut up. And yeah. So I don't know how do you, tra how do you travel? I mean, I'm a, 
I'm a window guy. I'm happy to be the last person off the plane. Honestly, I'll, you know, people stand up when the plane lands and they clap. Always, always, always entertaining to me. Um, I like being like the first person on the plane. Get my luggage, get it out of the way, get my carry on, earbuds in, settle in against the window. You know, don't need to talk to anybody if you don't want to. And you're out. Um, and then I'm the last person off. It's the really the most relaxing way to do it. But, you know, they touch on that in that movie where it's really funny, you know, um, uh, Neil Page, which is Steve Martin gets stuck beside John Candy who won't stop talking and takes his shoes off and socks off. And, oh, God, I think we've all had those stories. I actually have a picture that I took on this last flight because I'm a, a window guy and there was a window kind of between me and the guy in front of me, but it was sort of mine and sort of his and I would put it up and he would put it down and I and then you know same we would just go back and forth and the battle is whose window is it always good for a laugh always funny to watch part of traveling not complaining just saying so yeah I just figured the name of the podcast is the Brenton on tour podcast I go on tour quite a lot I haven't been on tour over the last 20 months this last run that I just did here was the first four week, five week run that I've, that I've been on and thankfully been able to work from home, um, you know, uh, for the rest of the time and getting back to, it was amazing and felt really weird to kind of be doing it, but then also to experience travel again for the first time. And I was what I would consider a seasoned traveler. Like I had this thing dialed down and I was completely like, you know, traveling with ease, but this last run reset that all for me, you know, just having to kind of, ah, oh, yeah, now you got, you got an, you need an extra hour just for all the stuff that's happening at the airport now, you know, with testing and all the things that people have to do if they're coming in internationally or, or whatever, but the security just seems to be extra long right now. I think maybe people are just starting to travel again and get into it. Um, car rental prices are through the roof now because again, stock is low. So, inventory is low demand is high so prices are up you can't get like a 25 dollar rental car anymore it's so crazy you used to be able to um and trains i mean trains in europe at least i haven't been over there yet always the best way to travel over there so fun two hours in between cities if you ever get a chance to do switzerland into italy on that train do yourself a favor might be one of the greatest journeys you're ever going to do so it was just a interesting thing. I was excited to get back out on tour. I was excited to get going, but I didn't, I, I wasn't prepped mentally for the change in travel and how it was kind of affecting my world and the other people that were going through it. I've talked to other production managers and, and, and from tours and other tour directors that do what I do for Live Nation and things like that. And same thing, getting bumped, getting delayed, getting moved around. And I know it sounds like a boring topic to kind of touch on, but I got to tell you, um, for what we do, it was a, it was an, it was a forum. We were, we were, you know, giving each other advice. Oh, if you're going through O'Hare, make sure you do this. If you're going through LaGuardia, make sure you do this. It was very, very interesting. Pearson, Toronto. I had more, more, uh, hassle about my cabling for my Mac than I did for my mandatory PCR tests that was needed to come into the country. Very, very interesting. A lot of people didn't know that, but it just was the way it went. So, yeah, there's just a lot to talk about when it comes to travel. Are you traveling now? Are you back to it? How is your 
your life right now? Are you in a job that travels or have you decided to work from home? I'm very curious. I'd, I'd love to hear from you all about this subject. If you want to just leave a comment in, on my Twitter at Brenton on Tour Podcast or anything like that, by all means. As mentioned, season three back. I'm going to launch it with this episode. Why not? Here we are, right? Next week, uh, I'm coming out swinging with a, a very great episode in the beginning of a series that I'm going to do where I'm going to start talking to all the people that do what I do in various forms. So the builders, people that build the concerts, production managers, tour managers, things like that. Uh, the um, backstage personnel when it comes to you know catering and, and dressing room and wardrobe and all those things and what those people are going through. The buyers, people buying the tours, what they're having to go through, rescheduling tours and things like that. Um, and ultimately the, the artists and what they're going through. I've, I've had a handful of artists that uh, have volunteered to come on. So I'm going to start a bit of a series coming up and it's going to start next week. Uh, I'm pre-recording the interview this Thursday, uh, with some great guys. Um, uh, my good friend, Chad guy, who's with uh, production manager for kiss Patrick Dickinson, who I just spent my time with, uh, with Megadeth and Lamb of God. Uh, I'm going to have Hoogie on there who is guitar uh, tech for shine down as well as John Guanari, who is uh, head of security for Shinedown uh, and former Secret Service agent to Barack Obama. And these guys are the ones that uh, are building shows and running shows and sort of have been out on tour already. So we're going to have a little bit of a chinwag next week. And I'm going to give you a bit of a breakdown about what they're going through, some of the different things that we've experienced out there on this first run of shows back into the world, uh, different COVID protocols, things like that, that we've, that we've seen, other bands that have been following, haven't been following. There's all sorts of things to discuss, and I've got four top guys that are going to be on to talk about it. It's going to be available on YouTube uh, starting next week and all the rest of it with a whole bunch of uh, different uh, videos about that. And then, uh, as I said, I'll keep that series going uh, throughout this season, uh, talking to the people who buy the shows and the people who, you know, play in the bands and all the rest of it. So that's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to bring that to you as well. I'm going to be covering all of the different subjects, the journey for Java coffee. Um, there's going to be a major proponent on coffee again this year because I'm traveling and I'm getting a chance to go into some of these places and and my fellow band or fellow uh, people touring and, and bandmates uh, and people that are on tour that have their favorite coffee from around the world are back and we're all getting back to it so got to keep those chats going if you are back to travel hopefully you'll be able to listen to this and go I'm going to Albuquerque got to go to Cutbo going to Dallas got to go to Ascension going to Toronto going to go to Balzac's you know it's going to Vancouver, going to Revolver, you know, it's, I want that to keep going. Life stories galore. There's tons of people that have had a big change in their life over the last 20 months, and we're going to get them on to talk about it. Plenty of musicians, athletes, bands, lots of things to cover. So I thank you guys for tuning in, and um, sorry for the delay. I've been kind of behind a little bit, but just took a break. Wasn't feeling overly creative, but I'm feeling uh, back to it now, refreshed after touring and uh, ready to bring you guys some great shows. As always, got to thank my friends over at the Dean Blundell Network for having me over there. Also got to thank uh, my friends at Blue Microphones uh, for hooking me up with the Blue Yeti X and the MixFi headphones. Thank you so much to them for that as well hoping to bring on a couple more sponsors uh this season uh, as it goes and as i keep plugging away to try to make content for you guys uh, whether it be in a hotel room or in a studio from around this fine planet who knows uh catch me over at brentonontour.com you can also catch me 
on all the uh, socials as Brenton on Tour, Brenton on Tour podcast and all that fun stuff. I welcome your thoughts, any subjects, any guests, anybody that you want me to have on, by all means, bring it on. I welcome your thoughts. New intro coming next week. Compliments to my good buddy, Mike Pongratz. Uh, also catch me on Monday nights on the Dean Bundell Network with my good friend Chris Machetti on the Kids on the Escalator podcast covering pop culture, comic books, movies, film, music, you name it. We cover it all. Last week we just did a deep dive on the WKRP because it was Thanksgiving. Anyways, friends, that is the Brenton on Tour podcast for this week. Season three is here. Please join me next week for the breakdown with all the fellas making the shows happen. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next week. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.